What's up, my friends, and welcome into today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. I had a, uh, a special day recording this episode. I hadn't talked to Liv in a while. I hadn't seen her in a while. We had taken a break from recording her show, uh, but I had to go see her in person. So this was recorded live in her garage studio in the Houston area. We spent the whole day together. Uh, got to, you know eat together, catch up. We got to, uh, we got went and saw a movie. Um, but we also got to record this episode and we hope that you enjoy it. If you do, please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to the podcast or on YouTube. We're closing in on a thousand subscribers on YouTube, which would be a huge milestone for us as we work towards becoming YouTube partners. We're a little over 800 now. So if you have not hit subscribe yet on YouTube, youtube.com slash for the Catholic, hit that subscribe button, hit the old bell. It would be hugely helpful to us as we continue to grow. Thank you guys. Y'all are the best. Enjoy today's episode. <laughs> What's up? Welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. I just yelled so loud that your garage door was like, <laughs> should I open? I think this might be the signal that they, the owners want me to open. Hello, Olivia. <laughs> Hello, Taylor. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We are, we're, we're back. Well, I mean, you live here. I live here. I'm back in your studio. Yeah. It has been literally months. So the theme of the last two week shows is... The girls are back. Oh, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, Taylor needs women in his life. <laughs> yeah, very, very, that's been true my whole life. That is true. And they've been lacking my whole life. <laughs> that is true. You know what else funny. I noticed here is your lighting is either better or worse than mine. My head is incredibly shiny. So here. shiny. <laughs> so shiny. Oh, man. So just, yeah, <laughs> um, we started off last week's show. Um, where I was like, hey, Allison, welcome back. Where you been? <laughs> so How'd she answer? <laughs> <laughs> she was pretty honest. So we'll see how honest you want to be. Hey, Liv, where you been? <laughs> In Houston. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Next segment. <laughs> so, yeah, like yeah. You, you, we, I used to... I used to like produce your show. I was here multiple times a week. And then you had multiple track. times a month. You were out winning state, man. I was. You were. Both of our lives fell apart at the same time. Mine was mine was busy with I got you know, I got sick and track you season. You're you're I travel you're, a lot. You traveled, I travel yes. a ton. Yeah. So when I would be home, you would be tracking. And then when you were no, that's really all you did. So you right. just finished the season. I so did. yeah, for so sure. It's and I'm about back. to leave again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, that was part of it was like last month. I was like, okay, I'm finally ready to record. Are you ready to record? You're like, I'm in New York. And then I was True. like, hey, you want to record? And you're like, I'm in Oahu or wherever you yeah, I was. You and I was like, God, I, I, I need some help. And you're like, don't worry. I can record anywhere. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if the people want you on a beach sipping a Mai Tai on the other half of the show. I do. You I, do. You do. <laughs> I want that. Yeah. Right. No. So no, it was just, it was just bad timing. It was just life, but it was, you know, it's all good. It's all good. I missed you. I missed me too. And your bald head. The real, the real, my shiny head. This is ridiculous. You look like Mr. Clean. So I, I always have, um, I was going for Walter White. You look like a magic eraser. I am the one who knocks. <laughs> That's what I was I don't going know for. what that means. You don't, you don't, you don't know Breaking Bad? No, I've never watched it. <gasps> it's the greatest show ever. I was wondering why you didn't comment that I look like Walter White because I kind of look like a guy who would quit his job to sell drugs. <laughs> Aren't you? I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Where do you think the funding for the show comes from? <laughs> <laughs> Forthecatholic.com slash donate. <laughs> no, that's why we need the people right. to donate so you don't. Exactly. We're exactly. saving your soul by giving you money. Save my soul. Keep the drug street free. If you went right. to the D.A.R.E. program, how you can live that out as an adult is to go to Forthecatholic.com slash donate. <laughs> Keep me out of the streets. Yeah. Did you know? Yeah, I'm ready. This is something that I don't think that I, I don't think I've talked about on the show. And if I did, it was many years ago when I had no listeners. Now okay. I have like eight. So, so <laughs> Judy, Tim, my Bob, parents, yeah, mom, no, not yeah, my parents, your mother, right? Your mother. Don't bring my mother into this. So she likes me. Hi. Um, when I was a kid, when I was a young warthog, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> when I was a little kid. So when I was really young and I was in junior high, mm -hmm. I had a best friend. I know it's surprising to everybody, but my best friend's mom told my best friend that he could no longer hang out with me. Yeah. And I didn't know why. Because like, I mean, 
I'm not a great influence, but I'm not bad, you know? That's my, like, my mom said the same thing. About me. But now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she said that last week. She's like, yeah. I think he makes crystal meth in a lab with, with Jesse. She uh, just thinks you're mean to me. I am. I have said this many times. The problem is not that your parents and I disagree that I mean to you. The only difference is I think you deserve it. They right. do not. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. No, that's true. Okay, so when why? I, when why? I was a kid... Yeah. Um, I learned a lot about myself uh, yeah. through rumors um, <laughs> because my life was really boring. So there was nothing to actually, you know, know. Um, but I heard, heard it through the grapevine that um, I was, I had been the understudy. This is what all, everything that I heard. I had been the understudy for the biggest drug dealer in town. And it was very public knowledge that that drug dealer got caught and went to jail. So who was next in line? Me. So apparently, I was set to, to um, become the biggest drug dealer in town. Uh, the only problem was, at this time in my life, I had never seen drugs. I had never been around drugs. I had never smoked drugs. I had never dealt drugs. This was all quite uh, a farce. And uh, so, yeah, I lost a friend for like three months because mom believed it and told my mom. And my mom was <laughs> laughed. He's <laughs> just like, no, he's a loser. He doesn't deal drugs, you know? Um, so yeah, I lost a friend because uh, everybody thought I was Walter White back then. And I was a really good kid. And what about now? <laughs> well, maybe she had some intuition. Stop. <laughs> Taylor, that's your... A mother's intuition. I love that you said understudy. I thought maybe you guys were like in Aladdin together or something. I was like, understudy. That was an interesting word. Yeah. Is that is that a drug term, Taylor? Oh, 100%. They use a lot of terms from the theater. <laughs> <laughs> You would know this if you were the biggest drug dealer in your town and lost friends over it. I was the biggest um, theater nerd in town. Yeah, so sure. Same as you. were always the understudy. I'm like, do you guys never have the star. right? Exactly. I'm like, do you guys have a playbill? Always the maid, never the bride. That's true. It's still um, true. So yeah, that was a random thing about me. It's not what we plan on talking about today. But that's why I was like, you know, our notes were a little sparse today. But I was like, it's live. We'll think of something to talk about. Like drugs. me being a drug dealer. Nancy when Reagan. I had never seen a drug before in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just so, say no. Yeah, it was, it was very None silly. None of those words. So d- d- <laughs> dare program, fortunecatholic.com <laughs> slash donate. Okay, so um, that's your life. Thanks for the deep, deep sharing there. Uh, we really <laughs> dove into it. Uh, you were mad at me because you were like, oh, ask me about my life. Then I ask you about your life. And you're like, what's going on in your life? <laughs> so, well, uh, I also was trying not to brag about my life. That oh, yeah. gets annoying for you. It does. <laughs> it, does. it does. You because- get a little... You get a little snobby about it. Like, I'm... You make fun of me. I'm not a drug dealer. I didn't say you were. I'm getting close. And you're like, I'm going to Hawaii and Paris and France and Ireland. I invited you to Hawaii and... That was last summer. (laughs) And that was in November. And I've invited you to Ireland. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. You were invited to Ireland. I think I told you no because I don't have enough money. <laughs> That's the whole point. I pay you, so you should have enough money I, at this point. Not enough. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so crazy. Okay, yeah. so enough about your life. I know, back, back I knew we me. would get there. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not a drug dealer, but I'm close. That's the point of this segment. So, it's not uh, true. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it into this, what we were going to play. All right, talk let's about. go. Okay, so uh, just a follow-up for those who were listening last week. So I filled you in a little bit just as a human person, but I had a very terrible weekend. And, and then it got completely turned around by some great stuff that God did and the great stuff the community did. If you missed it, go back and listen to the last episode uh, on YouTube, wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. ForteCatholic.com. I thought you were going to help and you didn't. You just ForteCatholic.com. That was so gross. Okay. Listen, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not Margot Robbie. I can't be beautiful and intelligent, well, you're, Taylor. You're like, oh, I host 18 radio shows, but I can't, I can't do a promo for one. <laughs> Give Taylor money. Go to Forte Catholic. You sound like Ben Stein. Win Ben Stein's money. Where is Ben Stein? Donate to ForteCatholic.com. I hope he didn't die. Okay, go so, ahead. so uh, go ahead. follow yeah. up to last week. So terrible weekend, great day the next day. The irony is I came on the show, recorded with Allison. This was, I recorded on Wednesday. The show came out you know, late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning. I was going to say, that's cutting it close. 
So yeah, yeah, it was. Well, it was late because you canceled on me. So okay, I hurt my back like a ninety-year-old. You said you hurt your back, I and really then I did. saw your Instagram post, and you were like traveling around the city. You were like, "Oh, I'm at Adventures. Uh, oh, I'm with all these." That was people. on Thursday. Yeah, sure. I hurt uh, my back on Saturday. I think you just avoided. We were trying to avoid talking to me. That is not even over. close this to was true. Scheduled to la- for last week, Taylor, okay. let's hug. No, uh, so. <laughs> I'm sitting there yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. And literally Wednesday night, because I, um, we, Alice and I recorded the show on Wednesday, and I had this whole conversation that you can hear on last week's episode, where I talked about terrible, terrible weekend. I go into details, and then really, really cool what the community did, what God did, to completely go from like terrible weekend to like great day. Believing um, in humanity again. Right. Like seriously, <laughs> seriously. I, was, I, was, I was about to become a drug dealer. You know, like <laughs> it was that bad. So I, uh, <laughs> That's such a weird running You've joke. You've never even met a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have too. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> That's a different day. It's just you. Okay, so <laughs> everybody needs a high-end one. Go, stop. <laughs> How do we think you get all this what money? What if okay. there's a first-time listener? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Give them a reason to stay, Taylor. Right. No, oh, they're listening. They're staying for this. <laughs> this guy's insane. He thinks he's Walter White. He might be. I don't even so, know what it is. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday night. Literally, I finished editing the show like around 11.30 midnight that night mm. and like hit publish. It was it went out because like usually I schedule the show to go out at one o'clock in the morning yeah. on like Tuesday, Thursday. Tu- uh, tw- oh. tu- Tuesday, you know, Wednesday morning, right? Okay, okay. Wednesday morning at 1 a.m. But we're, we were a day late. Not a huge deal, especially because we've been mission shows over the month. It's like, yeah, day late's better than not having one. Hey, your family's here. Um <laughs> You get so distracted. I, I, I cannot record do, with windows. You can't. I have I have an entire glass door uh, garage door like Jay Leno because the people who Most own this house. Most women have a glass ceiling. You have a glass wall. I have a glass wall. wall. I do. You run through it. It's true. The people that own this house before me, they had McLarens. I didn't even know what a McLaren was. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I call they, you a McCarran because you're a Karen that likes McDonald's. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. All right. So you publish it. It's Wednesday. I it. Barely I'm, happens. I'm stressed out. Like it was, it was a busy day, yeah. but like things were good, but it was just a busy day. Cause I was kind of stressed out and I was like, I'm going to go play video games and like de-stress a little bit. Right. So I have my headphones on so that I can like, you know, my shooting game, you need to hear, you know, you can hear like if a guy's coming on your left or on your right, like you have the headphones on. So I have my headphones on and I hear this loud bang at like 1230 at night, 12, you know, midnight, 1230 at night. And immediately, like I'm in the middle of the game and I just like rip off my headphones. I like put the controller down and I look at, you know, like I had my headphones so like I could hear the bang, but I couldn't directionally really hear where it was because I had my headphones on and they're pretty close to noise canceling, right? But I hear the bang. I looked at my door. Nobody's coming in the door or the window that I'm in. So I sprint to the other two doors because like those two doors are between me and where my family is. So I'm like going crazy. That door's fine. That door's fine. And I'm like, this is weird. So then I rush into like you know, the room where my, where my kids are, where my wife is. Everybody's sound asleep. Like no door slammed. And I looked, I went and mm. like walked around the house, like nothing fell. And I'm like, this is weird. So I ended up staying up till like 2.30 just in case there was like somebody trying to break in and like hit, hit the door. It didn't work. And then maybe saw a light pop on or something. Right. So I'm like kind of we- weirded out. Next morning, no, you know, I, I finally go to sleep at like 2.30 because I'm tired. You know, take my sleep and medicine, all this stuff. I, I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning and, I, you know, every, everything's fine. And I start drinking my morning coffee. And I look out my window from my back door. From my back door and I, like, usually, like, we have a fence. We have a pretty small backyard. And all of a sudden, I can just see forever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it was the fence. The fence had fallen over. <laughs> so right after I had come on the show and literally hit publish on the show, we're like, everything was bad. And now everything's great. And then my fence in my backyard fell apart. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> did you, can you just put glue down there and just glue it back? No. So here's, Was there wind? Why did it fall? Uh, it, was, it was old. I think there was a little bit of wind, but like it's an, it's an old crappy oh, okay, fence, all right, right? All right? So it was bound to at some point. I didn't realize it was, you know. What if there was a teenager that was running and jumped over because he wanted you to be no. a drug dealer with yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey. He was, and then he, he thought about it. dropping it on the back porch. It's a great right. place to drop drugs. Uh, so. That's the worst. <laughs> Golly. So, um, Do not endorse drugs. No, Please say this that is called, This is called satire and sarcasm. If you're not used to that by now, <laughs> go away. Sorry, mom. So, no, 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 I'm not apologizing. So, I was apologizing to my mother because we oh, know she listens. I don't, I'm not apologizing. I was kidding. She doesn't. So, uh, a sarcastic <laughs> apology. Good. You're there we go. Good. So the irony is, is like I had already had enough stress in, 
the week. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> so like, my wife's like, I'm gonna go over there and talk to him. I said, No, you're not, <laughs> because like we, you know, we had all these financial problems and then they got solved. And then I was like, Now, of course. The fence is going to break. And I don't know if you've heard recently, but a lot of people are like, you know, struggling to find a house or build a house. Mm. All I've heard is that wood is very expensive. Very so it's expensive. like, I don't want to, I don't want to, because like the, the fence is bad enough. Like my big worry was like, oh, we want to replace the whole fence. And it's like, I don't have the money to, to even split yeah, it yeah, yeah. with them, you know, right. uh, for together.com slash donate drug dealers. So <laughs> I, I don't have the money to do it. So I'm like, I'm just going to. I wonder if I just ignore this problem if it'll go away. <laughs> well, the children run into the field. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So our neighbors behind us, um, we do nothing about it for a day. So all of Thursday happens. They don't approach us. We don't approach them. This is going great for me. I don't need a fence. What do I need a fence <laughs> Wait, for? Wait, pause. Yeah. Have you met them before? No. Okay, great. They're like no. my, my behind us neighbors. That's fine. So I was not just, on our street. I didn't know if you had like a Tim Allen thing going, you know? No, like no, no. You talk over the fence. Okay, we, great. I've talked about this before. Like as extrovert as I am, like I don't We're talk neighbor. to my neighbors. Same. I don't talk to my neighbors at all. I, I have, don't either. I, my, our next door neighbors to the left are our age. They moved in a, 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 within a year after we did it. We talked to them. But other than that, we don't talk Why to anybody. That? Well, that'll be another talk. Anyway, go we ahead. Need, we need our our safe space to recharge. That's what, our, that's what extroverts Even as are. an extrovert? Oh yeah, 100%. Huh. So. Hmm. Um, All right, so day goes by. If you listened to the show, you would have heard about that before. Um, so. <laughs> Taylor. Uh, the next morning though, the next morning happens. But remember, I'm trying to avoid this problem. Yeah. The next morning, I wake up. It's just me and Felicity, four-year-old at home. Who we are both obsessed with. Yeah, she's my favorite. She's the best. So, um, <laughs> so she's like, Daddy, there's somebody in our backyard. <laughs> so it was a guy from the other house looking at the fence. It's a guy I've never seen before, Ew. but and it's he's an older guy. Aww. So I'm like, I've been trying to avoid this. I have a lot of work to do today. I had like meetings that morning. <laughs> you had like real people. Right, things. right, right. <laughs> I had like a really important meeting that morning. <laughs> like that an adult. You may or may not hear about in the future that I'm really excited about. So I had two, two, two important meetings that morning. And I had a lot of editing to do. And I was like, I just, I, I need to avoid this. I don't have the mental capacity, the stress level to do this. But then I saw this older man out there by himself. And I was like, I, I am obliged to go help, right? Like I have, uh, to, yes. I, I have to go help him. Because yes. it is- In the Bible. Half my, yeah, it's half my <laughs> problem. I was like looking up stuff. It's like, what are the laws for fences in Texas? I was like, if it's on their, fe if it's on their yeah. property, it's all theirs. If it's on my property, it's all mine. But if it's like right in the middle, then we do have Both. to split it. So I was like, whatever. Now there is a chance it could be on his property right. and you didn't know that. Right. That so, is true. So I was like, I'm not putting a dime in this until somebody says I have to. It's essentially where I'm at. Because yeah, I just fair. don't have the money for it. But he's out there and like, I'm like I gotta go. I gotta yeah. go outside. So yeah. sure enough, me and Felicity go outside. It's a million degrees outside. And that's smart to bring Felicity. Yeah. That was smart. She was my guard it's like a dog. Puppy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just like your stupid dog sitting over there. Um, so oh, I love my dog. He's so dumb. He's so, so um I go over there. He's super nice. Yeah. Like, you know, we get to talking like the, the, the owner of the house, they, they were just happened to be coming into town from Chicago. They drove down. But essentially it's an older lady who lives by herself that lives in this house. I didn't mm. know that. We had heard kids playing in the back. I guess it was all just nieces, grandkids nephews, grandkids, or, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we assumed it was like another family or whatever. And we figured that's why they were affording it because they didn't want to pay for it either with all the little kids. But it's this little old lady that lives by herself. And they, they were already coming down anyway. And like, ironically enough, he comes down a few times a year because he's a handyman. Like he's, he comes down a few times a year to hang out with her, but also like. He's not a relative? Uh, no, they've been like, so. That's there, really cool. There are these three couples that were all scoutmasters together. And like, they've, all, they always stayed together. And then even as some of them have passed away, they still all get together a few times Is a year. Is this going to be you and Sam, me and Nathan and Allison and Seth? Oh, y'all will be, y'all be dead way before that. <laughs> before I'm old. <laughs> Taylor, I want you to come visit me throughout the year and be a handyman. Y'all, I'm not a handyman at all. I, Taylor, I want you to come and visit me. <laughs> oh no, look, a problem that I have to avoid. <laughs> I'll never see you when I'm old. Right. You're getting so close. now I know. Why do you think I've been gone the last five months? <laughs> I have one more year before it expire in your life. For sure. Wow. Okay, this is an amazing story. So, uh, All right, he's it, visiting. It, it ends up being this thing. Like, we're... They they bought the... Essentially, we're, just, we're not going to replace because, like, we were all pretty honest. And he's like, she can't afford replacing the fence. 
Like, we're all like, we can all agree it's a crappy fence. Yeah. But she can't afford to do it. I can't afford to do it. So we're just going to fix it. We all have enough money to buy, like, you know, like new posts. Yeah, a and, piece of wood. Right. And three nails. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Pretty close. We were, like, taking old ones out and putting them back in. Yeah, you're like, like, you have, like, a metal detector trying to find old <laughs> right. nails and Felicity, galveston. come here, I got a job for you. You know, like, <laughs> Um, but it was, it was so funny because it ended up being like this good morning. Like, Aww. you know, I, I don't like that's the thing is like it, it's it wasn't just avoiding stress, but like I don't like not knowing what I'm doing. Yeah. In this scenario. Like I'm good at a lot of things when it comes to cars, which was the problem last week. When it comes to like manual labor, like I'm not a man. You know, like I, I don't know how to do that stuff. Um, I can do labor. Non-manual labor. <laughs> right, I can do labor. I'm just not a man. <laughs> so like essentially I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I helped my dad with a fence years ago and I was like, this is super confusing. It's way more confusing than it should yeah. be. Right. Um, but he, he, I, I see him and he's like digging like, you know, like a hole. I was like, give me that. Like I can dig the hole, you know, like you just tell me what <laughs> to do. seen the movie holes. I like Shia <laughs> yeah. LaBeouf. That's what I felt like. It was a million degrees. And Where's liter- Sigourney Weaver? <laughs> dig yeah. it out. Oh, oh, dig, it. dig it out. Oh, oh. I literally played in my head while that I was That is doing hilarious. It. But what was so funny is like it ended up being... A cool morning. Or it was very hot, but like a cool yeah. interaction. Like um, they, uh, the lady that lived there and her husband used to be missionaries years ago. So they were pretty understanding of like the work that I do. Oh, wow. Um, and we were out there for a couple hours and uh, Felicity, like I just, I just, just as like the childlike pleasure she had of like, there's been a wall here that she couldn't get past or see past. Yeah. And she got to play in a whole new yard all morning. <laughs> she played with the little old lady and threw the ball. And then she got to like, she learned what chimes were. Cause we don't have chimes. They had like eight <laughs> chimes in the back. So she got to run around and play. And then finally around lunchtime, like there was a meeting that I couldn't reschedule. I was able to reschedule one for later, but I couldn't reschedule one. And I was like, hey, I'm going to go. Uh, I gotta, we got to go inside for a bit. It's really hot. I need her to cool down. I need to shower and go for a meeting, but I'll come back later. He's like, don't worry about it. We got the hard part done. I'll, I'll take care of the rest. And sure enough, he took care of the rest of the day. Um, That's incredible. But yeah, it, it, it ended up being a cool day and our fence is fixed. And he like reinforced couple of other places where like it could fall in the future because i kept thinking about like the old wine new white skins thing <laughs> like we're gonna put a post here and like the whole rest of the fence is gonna fall the next time you know but that part right <laughs> eight mile an hour winds <laughs> yeah, yeah that'll so. stay up so yeah. that's exciting they, they were talking about like oh we're not gonna replace the fence we'll just make a gate that way the, she can come over and play i was like this oh, is really sweet you know that's sweet um, i love that so it was just really funny that like Last week, I was, you know, coming on here to talk about, I was initially going to talk about how bad my weekend was. And then yeah. it became this really cool thing. Amazing. And then another bad thing happened. And then it was like, okay, you know, I, I would say doing manual labor for four hours in the heat is less good than receiving $1,200 in 20 minutes, but still pretty good. Is it though? <laughs> oh, I 100%. You might have gotten out of purgatory with that work. No, that's hanging out with you. Uh, and it's air conditioned in here. <laughs> I'm still sweating. Um, but I heard this quote. Um, this week. And I feel like I did, I, I, I admitted just a lot of anger last week on last week's show, but I feel like if I would have had this week, like three months ago, it would have been a really ugly week instead of just like a, what's going on? Like what is happening? You know? Uh, and I heard this quote from Tertullian. It's a lot. It's like, you, have you heard of him? He's very fancy. He's like an early church writer. Come on. Taylor. The answer is no. So, Did Shonda Rhimes write about him? Because if not, then no. Oh, is that Leanne's sister? <laughs> That's Bridgerton writer. Oh, nice. Shonda. Nice. And Grey's Anatomy. Go ahead. Shonda. Lene. Okay. Uh, Tertullian wrote, God finds delight in our wrestling with him. And I thought that was interesting because a lot of times people are afraid to like, quote unquote, mm. wrestle with God. Mm-hmm. God, I'm angry at you. God, why is all this stuff happening? God, what's going on here? Uh, uh, where are you? Why are you doing this? And I, I thought it was just interesting that like, we have said before, it's like, no, it's a good thing to wrestle. That mm. didn't, I think this took it even a step further of like, no, God finds delight in our wrestling. And I was like, huh, that's an interesting thought. That's an interesting thought. Well, and not because <clears throat> that's funny that you say that because I had a friend that one time said, and it wasn't to me, it, uh, something horrific happened to someone that we knew and they were really angry. They I mean, like a drug dealer. Angry. <laughs> they were really angry with God and couldn't move past it. Like it had gotten to the point where like it was becoming very destructive in their life. You know what I mean? It was consuming them. The anger with God was consuming them. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm angry with God. It was like, that was their life. They ate them, breathed, whatever. And um, this person went to confession 
and confessed all of it. Elise had, you know, wanted to do that. And the priest told them, you know what? God can take it. Go ahead, be, be angry. And it was kind of interesting that that permission of like being angry, like just hearing that, right? Like that he finds delight in the wrestling. It kind of makes you be like, huh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. if it's if, if someone had said, don't ever get fussy with God, then we'd fussy. be like, oh, you know what's funny oh. is I would never I say kidding. that I was fussy, but I was definitely fussy <laughs> with God. I was God. fussy with God. <laughs> You're annoying. Why is this all happening? What's going on? But I feel like you would have gotten I was doing good. Right, you know? exactly. I thought I loved you. You know, like all this stuff. <laughs> that's how I, that's me. That's fussy Taylor You are God fussy. Voice. You are fussy. <laughs> what do you sound like a Muppet? <laughs> <laughs> um... So the thing that, that kind of struck me about the he delights in it mm. is that because um, I always thought like wrestling with God is better. It's better than the alternative because if bad things happen and you don't wrestle with God, you're either stupid. You're just like, oh, yes, everything's fine. Everything's all hunky dory or you're walking away from God. Like those are the those that's are the other true. alternatives, right? That's true. Instead of like doing the wrestling. So, of course, he delights in that because that's what's building the relationship. Yeah. So, well, and you're showing up. At least you're interacting. I mean, it, as a human, wouldn't you rather somebody <laughs> talk to you than ghost? Oh, 100%. Exactly. God is like the old man showing up in my backyard being like, I'm here. You uh, got to come help. You know? Yeah. And Taylor's <laughs> like, I'm trying to ghost you. Those people weren't real. This was just an episode of Touched by an Angel. That's probably true. <laughs> right? It the, was Roman Downey. The, the little old lady is still in the house. and I did all the work by myself with the angels. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> She's like, there was no man. Right. I never had a husband. Right. <laughs> that is right. You have six now. What? <laughs> Taylor. That's the Bible. Um, <laughs> the last thing, um, yeah. because like, I feel like like my relationship with God and like being involved in the church and having a community at church again ha has been mm -hmm. helping me. Yeah. And I found this other thing that like kind of exemplified the last week. Um, you've heard of the paraclete. Yes. Like the guy that works at mass. Uh, he, he wears a, no, it's a football player. He wears a pair of cleats. <laughs> the old football. You mean like the Holy Spirit. Yes. The paraclete. The, the Got Holy it. Spirit. Yes. The but guy isn't, that also the par isn't that also called a paraclete at mass? No. <laughs> I, I thought you were making a joke and I no, was like. No. It's like a I it's literally like thought you were making a joke and I looked at you server. in the eyes like that wasn't funny. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like the man, like the men that work, that are like altar servers on the, on the altar, aren't they called paracletes? I, I've never heard that in my life, and somebody listening Urgh, knows. Needs to I, tell us. I, I, I'm I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go ahead on go on a Holy risk. Holy Spirit, got I'm it. I'm gonna go on on a risk and say you're very wrong and not even close, and we'll see what the audience says. All right, that's fair. Good. Um, well, at least I got the Holy Spirit part. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. Um, so the word I, I learned something new in a in a homily. Uh, Paracletus is like the is like the sounds the like a Roman. For, you know, um, a Roman emperor. Maximilian <laughs> Paracletus. <laughs> Off with his head. Did, did you know that uh, he was there with Bruno to stab him? No. But we don't talk about Bruno, so we have to talk about Paracletus. Okay. Uh, that was all fake. That you, was you, you were like, no, awful. I didn't know that. <laughs> but did you see that I went with it? Yeah, you did. Okay, yeah. Uh, you're very good at doing the yes and because you're not <laughs> smart enough to know otherwise. <laughs> So true. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. He's my favorite Roman. Um, Maximus Pericletus. Maximus Pericletus. Now okay. I want to watch. Yeah, go ahead. A Pericletus. It, 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 was, it was a large. I don't know why I did that. I was making fun of you and laughing, and I made myself a stupid noise. I made myself a stupid noise. I am on drugs. Okay. Large ship. It was a large ship that would guide a small ship back to shore when it was struggling. Okay. So it's like the opposite of what we think of tugboats now. Which, by the way... Maybe that's why we have tugboats now, because they're like, I mean, this isn't really working out with the large <laughs> right. ship pulling in the little... What if we flip it? Right. <laughs> this will make sense. Hold on. That works. Have you ever, like, have you ever legitimately seen a tugboat, like, do, like, one of the big It's unbelievable. Carriers? Like, those it, barges. And here's the thing, and you see, you know, you, you see those boxes on them, and you're like, wait, that's an 18-wheeler. You know, those are each 18-wheelers, <laughs> right, right. and there's, like, 7 million of them, and then this little tugboat, doop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, that's crazy. Right. 
How big it's, is that it's barge? Unreal. So back in the day, we didn't have whatever the most impressive technology I've ever seen, I think, is a tugboat. <laughs> like, <laughs> For but sure. They, they didn't have that kind of engineering yeah. 2,000 years ago. No way. So they had to use a larger ship. So when there's big <laughs> waves and wind, if a smaller ship was struggling, it was a big ship that would come alongside it and would guide it back to oh, shore, that- like back to safety, right? Oh, so that's why like a guide, like the paraclete. Oh, right, Taylor. So, like the, the Holy Spirit is our guide. is our guide, right? Oh. And like much more powerful than us, bigger than He's us, a stronger bigger than ship us. than right. we are. So, and and like you know, the the, the Holy Spirit huh. uses the church to guide. And I feel sure. like the I feel like my church, uh, my parish, has been uh, for a long time. It was <laughs> guiding me out to see into choppy rotters and be like, "See you, good luck," you know. Like, but now in the last year. Like it has, it's been like, I've been this small ship out at sea in choppy waters and this big ship has like come alongside me and like started guiding me back to shore. And I feel like things are just going better. Um, So it's just another thing I've been thinking about because like this week, as frustrating as it was, like it was silly at a point. Like it was so frustrating that I'm just like, what is going on? You know? Um, And then a lot of good things still happen this week. So um, I'm just in a better place than I than I have been. So Good. I'm happy about that. I am thrilled about that. That is fantastic. Come a long and that way was, since my drug dealing days. That was, <laughs> I, I was about to say how beautiful it was what you just shared. Right. I saw you about we, to do it. I know. I was about to say something really nice that was so profound and beautiful, Taylor. And you had to throw drugs okay, in there one last say? time. Well, that was it. That was really beautiful. That was really beautiful and profound, Taylor. It <laughs> that really, was it. That was it. I should have ended with the drug bit then. All right. <laughs> Try again. Ready? Oh. And go. <laughs> oh, I got some for you. Maybe I'll make you a better host. Okay. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> World Youth Day is only about a year away. It's happening in Lisbon, Portugal. It's the largest gatherings of human beings ever, but which absolutely makes, makes it the largest gathering of Catholics. For Catholic youth, Catholic young adult, this next year is going to be in Lisbon, Portugal. If you want to go um, as an individual or if you want to help get a group signed up, the best way to do that is through our friends over at Select International Tours, the greatest and best of pilgrimage organizations uh, that the church has to offer. So uh, if you are interested in doing that, you can head on over to ForteCatholic.com slash tours for more details. Just click on the button there and it'll lead you to all the information you could possibly need to go hang out with the Pope and, uh, you know, Catholics from all over the world. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a great trip. So uh, ForteCatholic.com slash tours to find out more today. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Olivia Newton Harrison. Uh, Olivia, <laughs> do you have? I might have asked you this before, but I have forgotten. Okay. So the, even if the audience remembers, I do not. Um, all the drugs. So uh, if um, if you had to say what your favorite singular book in the Bible was, what would it be? Sirach. That's a good one. Thanks. Because of the wisdom. Sure. You're clearly lacking in it. You should read it more. Uh, <laughs> What's your favorite? Do you know what mine is? Um, John. Very close. Really? Physi- James. Physically very close. Oh, Matthew. Mark. Uh, that's Luke. Colder. Luke. Uh, Acts. There you go. Hey! <laughs> uh, in my first book, Theophilus, I love that. What a, it's the greatest intro. Everybody's like, oh yeah, the intro to John. It's so beautiful and moving. And I'm like, the book of Acts is like, in my first book, Theophilus, I'm like, you don't get any better than that. That's pretty good. That's a good opening. Um, so Acts is my favorite book. So when we are in the Easter season, not only are we rejoicing that like, you know, Jesus is risen, but I'm also rejoicing because we get to read from the book of Acts yeah, during, sure. during mass. Um, and we got an absolute gem the other day, an absolute gem from the book of Acts. Uh, before we read it, um, I'm just going to ask you, um, have you ever heard of like decision-making fatigue? Yes. What does it mean to you? Uh, the Cheesecake Factory's menu. Right, right, <laughs> right. I mean, seriously, have you ever seen anything more insane in your life? Right. I mean, it's a spiral notebook. So there's, there's like part of decision-making fatigue is that- Too many choices. Too many choices. Too many choices. But also like, what if you had to order from that every day uh-uh. and the thing was like, you have to order something new every day. Like no. that's, like, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. it's, it's doing that over and over and over and over again. Um. Have you heard like, uh, you know, like the aliens that run Facebook and Apple? Have you heard about like their wardrobe? So no. like Steve Jobs and yeah. uh, Oh, they Facebook wear the boy? same thing every single day. Right. That's right. Because Because they already do decision. too much. That's right. So like even these people who are like some of the smartest, yeah. um, I was going to say smartest people, we know that at least one of them is an alien. Um, <laughs> and that's not the drugs talking. That's real. That so is real. That's true. They, they, 
That's right. Like they literally wear yeah. the same thing every day yeah. so they don't have to make a decision to start their day. Uh, Jim Foyler, who's a comic who uh, was at one point a radio personality for the Catholic Channel and Sirius XM, she wears the same outfit every single tour date on her comedy Well, tour. she did. Did you hear what happened? Yeah, so I know. <laughs> she, all of her, know. she left all her of her clothes, clothes in her hotel. I know. It was a seven And now she's like, I need sweater. a big and tall store for women. <laughs> she's true. like 19 feet tall. But that's part of the reason is because, you know, it, it takes out the whatever. But when you look at like, when you see old, like if you ever watch The Crown, which I know you love, or Downton Abbey, which I know is your favorite. I'm kidding. But they had dressers. And, you know, you think it's because that they can't dress themselves. I think it had a lot to do with somebody made a lot of decisions for them because they were making such massive decisions. Right. As royals, they were like, oh, whatever corset you want to put me in. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, they don't really care. I mean, same. I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like that's why Meghan Markle left England. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, yeah, that's the reason. She wanted to make a decision corsets. about her clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. Oh, Megan. Um, oh, never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. So, um, <laughs> I just made myself laugh. That doesn't happen often. Do, so, really? I that's, feel... That's a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't often have the uh, ability to hold it in and have it just be for me. So... <laughs> Party of one right here. Right. So, I think a lot of the decision-making fatigue also comes into... We talked about this before on the show about like discernment culture. And I, this is something, there's been a theme over the last last week's show, this week's show, and next week's show, where it's a different thing that Taylor has learned about himself and or changed about himself recently. So part of this comes from poker. <laughs> and I promise we will get to acts here in a second. Did not see that coming. But I've, I've been playing poker for a long time and I've been in this poker league and I've been like the epitome of consistency and mediocrity. So like there's, 30 something people in this thing. And I've gotten any, I've gotten like 11th to 15th over the course of like our season, a year, pretty much every year I've been in it for like six years. I'm, oh, there's a lot of people worse. 10th, 10th to 15th out of 30 getting terrible. But at the same time, like, you, you know what the term bubble boy? Yeah. Means? Well, that was a real person. <laughs> Not that bubble boy. <laughs> like, what do you mean? In sports or in, or no. in poker. So like, if you're going to pay out five people in poker, I get sixth. If you pay out four, I get fifth. If you pay out three, I get fourth. Can you explain this That's to me when we're not on the air? So, <laughs> no, I'm going to explain it to you now. So, because if your dumb self can get it, that means every listener got it. You are the lowest common denominator of me and all the listeners. So, if 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 we all agree, if we're all going to play poker, yeah, at the top three, the first place, second place, and third place, get money, get money. Okay, I would get fourth, and you would get money. I would not get money. That's oh. the bubble. I'm on the bubble. Oh, I didn't make any money. Right? Okay, got so it. So I'm like the ex, I'm exemplary at being mediocre at poker. So I was finally like, I need to change something. So I've been watching a lot of YouTube poker videos and watching how people play. Rounders, I, you've been watching Molly's game. Those that movies. Means. I was just kidding. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, but I've been watching like these professional players play. Okay. And I I feel like I've taken the next step in poker play. I feel, I literally learned a new you skill. Le- like you actually learned by watching? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, pick really? up on what people do. Because I people watch. And well, I, learned, I get that. But I didn't know. So, it's not just all chance. No. No. Because okay. essentially what I was doing was, uh, long story short, I was always playing the cards in front of me. I was never playing the person across from me. And I feel like that's the big step that I made. Because okay. now I'm betting based on what I think they think I have and what I think they have instead okay. of what I actually have. Okay. Right. So I took this next step and I got second place at the next tournament after like- You popped the bubble. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> after spending you have a, like bubble, a, a month, yeah. or really two months doing this because it was like a couple weeks before the, the previous one, I got like sixth or seventh. And then I got second after like really focusing on it. So I feel like I've gotten to become a better poker player. But one thing- that's been happening at poker. And one thing that I do that messes with other people is, especially as I've gotten more confident in how I'm playing, and this is how I am in poker now and how I am in real life, and it really bothers people, uh, both in real life and in poker. I make decisions quickly. I don't need to sit there and ponder things. Like, I have, every now and then I'll miss something, but it's like, I'm constantly thinking about all the factors in a decision. And then whenever a decision needs to come to me, like, I don't need time. A lot of people are like, oh, I need to discern that for six months, or I need to think about it for a week, or I need it. It's like, I, I'm good. I, I got it, right? And it really messed with this guy at poker because it tripped him out. Because one, I changed how I was playing. So he was having a hard time reading me, and he's very good. He's one of the better players there. And it was 
pissing him off that he couldn't read what I was doing and that I was making decisions quick. Cause a lot of times people read like, Oh, the pause. If you, if you, the you have, if you have a good hand, yeah. you might have a tell where you call really quickly or you take forever uh-huh. if you have a good hand, uh-huh. you know, and people can start to learn. But, um, so I've been thinking a lot about decisions and how I make quick decisions and how like that's frustrated a lot of holy people in my life. Cause a lot of people have tried to put it back on me. Like, Oh, that's not the holy way to do it. We need to discern and take forever. And I feel incredibly vindicated. Remember 18 minutes ago when I brought off the book of Acts? Yeah, I remember. Okay, I have a story for you. You ready oh, for this? Oh, I the story. See. Do you have any thoughts about quick decision making? Are you a quick decision maker or do you take forever? Uh, I just hate making, I just don't make them. I, I, I am, <clears throat> I, see, you know look, just, I can't you know even decide. Into my head? I can't even decide. What just popped into my head? I hadn't even thought about it until just now. But like all the smartest people in the world pick what they're going to wear. Yeah. For one day. I've been in this room with you recording your show where you do like 19 wardrobe changes a day. I You're do. I do. I am. I am the opposite. But those are for different shows, Taylor. I don't wear the same. I don't wear the same. But I would much rather somebody else make a decision, but I know that that's from trauma. So, but that's where I'm at. Like when people talk about Ephesians 5, like women should be submissive to men. I'm like, amen. <laughs> like I'm in. I've never heard that thing. That sounds fantastic. Why? Tell me where to sign up because make the decision. Like, just do it. Tell me what to do, where to go. But that's sad. Again, that's what trauma, we won't go into it. But for me, a lot easier. Yeah, you make the decision. I'm so cool. trauma makes Ephesians 5 easier. Good, good to know. Yes, let's all say that that's what I just said theologically. <laughs> um, here's my story about X. Going away from your trauma very quickly. Yeah, please. Um, I felt very vindicated for how I live my life. I love how you do this with the Bible. Because of X. You oh. are so adorable. I, I'm, I'm an incredible like... Protestant. I just look at the Bible <laughs> and I make it fit my lifestyle and say that all is like you do it. I love how you're like, we had an incredible time in mass. Why, Taylor? Because something was proven about what I said. Right. Yeah. I had a exactly. great time in mass being a Protestant. So <laughs> Being right. Here we go. All right, Acts chapter go. one. Yep. This is, so uh, there were 12 apostles and then there were 11. Do you remember why there were 11 instead of 12? Yeah, the one guy was a bad guy. He yeah. really wanted silver and then he got rid of Jesus. Uh, and then he- We don't like that guy. Killed himself before he spent it. What a yeah, weirdo. Yeah, Judas. At least spend the money, man. I mean, okay. so, nice. That's what we learned out of the Judas story? <laughs> These are the lessons I learned from scripture. <laughs> why was the silver on the ground? I yeah. learned a- All right, a, go ahead. I learned a, a song from, there's Bone Thugs in Harmony. Do you remember them? Yeah. Uh, they said something to the effect though let me see if i i, I brought them up before i get um uh i'm i'm tired of running and ducking quit running then especially if i didn't do anything do something then so if you're already being charged with something you might as well do it aka drug dealing <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> guys i'm not a drug dealer the bit's over today I think. was brought to you by tylenol <laughs> yeah, all right exactly. go ahead. Yeah, those drugs huh <laughs> so acts chapter one okay remember how acts chapter one starts yeah you already did the whole thing yeah We'll say it again. You know it. What was his name? John. Theophilus. Okay. Theophilus. You were so close. John. No, Theophilus. Ah, oh, it was one letter off. You knew I wasn't going to say Theophilus. It was John with an N. Okay. You knew, you knew I wasn't going to yeah. get that. Come on. Here we go. In my first book, Theophilus. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So back down in, in um, I almost said episode 21. In episode 21 of X. No, that would be Of WandaVision. Uh, episode one, chapter, no, whatever. Just go. Chapter one, Just verse read. 21. This is the situation. All the apostles are gathered. Judas it's left. Gone. And they're like, we need to replace this. Is he dead at this point? Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, right. Therefore, right. it is not. The gospels happened chronologically before X. I didn't know if you knew that. No, I know okay. that. I just didn't know. Anyway, go okay. ahead. Uh, they came therefore, and told everybody. Yeah. Therefore, <laughs> it is necessary that one of the men who accompanied us this whole time, the Lord Jesus came and went among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day on which he was taken up from us, become with us a witness to his resurrection. So essentially they're saying it's a, there's a lot of preamble to this and they're like, hey, we need a new guy to fill in for Judas. Right. Not tough shoes to fill. Like he could have been okay and be like, great, you're doing great. Um, so, you know. <laughs> this is an easy uh, ask. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we all get caught up in decision fatigue and in like discernment. And I love how they discern this. They're like, first of all, we need to narrow it down. I'm totally down for that. I've done a lot of hiring myself. You need to narrow down the choices. That's why you do resumes vet, and that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> so they were like, it needs to be somebody that's with us this whole time. One, they know the story of Jesus because they were there. Right. Two, we trust them because they've yeah. been around this whole so time. So Barnabas out. <laughs> no. Pilate, no way. <laughs> Barnabas is a good guy from the books of Acts. Barnabas in. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 
Well, Barabbas. Barabbas. Oh. I was like, Barnabas is literally right here and he's oh, at this meeting and he's geez. a very good person. All right, Barabbas. Okay. <laughs> Barabbas. Okay. So, um, so they proposed two. So okay. from this large group, they proposed two. So they were like, okay, they did a little bit of work. They kind of, they're like, <laughs> let's put one stipulation on this. Needs to be a guy, obviously, <laughs> that has been with us from the beginning. Okay. That, would you say that that is a difficult decision to have made? Have that made seems it? pretty easy. Pretty seems pretty easy to me too. There's like 10 people alive. And then <laughs> they narrow it down, which yeah. could be a little bit more to these two guys. Uh, Joseph called Barsabbas, another name just to That's confuse what you, I meant. <laughs> who was also known as Justice and Matthias. So we have God. Joseph Barsabbas Justice. It's like me he's making like, up a new name, nickname for him every time. He's like Highway 249. You know, Olivia like, Newton-John. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Joseph Newton-John. <laughs> or Matthias. So, to be fair, the the man with three names, or Matthias. So they did an easy decision of narrowing it down to has they been here a while? Yeah, right. <laughs> to like they did pick two. I have to give them that. Do you know this was just read at Maswalia? Do you know how they picked between these two people? Of course I don't. Okay, it's the greatest. Thing. I have absolutely no it's idea. It's the greatest story of the Bible. I can't okay. wait. Is it in the chosen? Then so they they narrowed it down to these two. Uh-huh. Then they prayed. No, the chosen is still at the beginning of the gospels. Your, your gospel timeline is very confused. Then they prayed. You, Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which of these two you have chosen to take the place in this apostolic ministry from which Judas turned away to go to his own place. So this is a, they're essentially praying because this is a very important decision. Then they prayed. And a lot of people in the modern day would be like, we need to pray about this for weeks and months. We've narrowed it down. We need to pray and discern and kind of vote and talk through it. Here's what the apostles did for one of the one-twelfth most popular, most important positions ever. Then they gave lots to them, and the lot fell upon Matthias, and he was counted with the 11 apostles. End of chapter slash episode. That was it. They rolled dice. (laughs) So what happened to the guy with three names? The dice didn't roll his way, so he was Bubble Boy. He was you. He was me. Taylor 2019. Oh, man. He was the man with three names and no place among the apostles. Is he ever mentioned again? I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe his name is, he changed his name to Barnabas and became a big character. Oh, that so, is really interesting. It, I was, That's what lots means? Yeah, like casting lots is like, dice? essentially like dice. Yeah, huh. like a, like a, it's like a game. That's interesting. So they were like, uh... Yeah, let's... Uh, uh, let's whatever make, God says. Let's, yeah, Blow let's, my dice. Let's pray over these dice. Uh, uh, snake eyes. Peter's the Pope. Snake eyes. You know, it's, it's, it's snake eyes. <laughs> Barton, all right, everybody. Pick a number from one to numeral four. Right. I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we only have four numbers at this point. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's a fourth king named George. What do we What do we call the next one? Um, That's so. Funny. It was just so funny to me mm. that like, okay, they did, they did their... They did their work. Yeah. They narrowed it down, an easy choice. Yeah. They did narrow it down to two. I have to give them that. But then they were like, we can't make a decision. This is too important of a choice where I would imagine they would be stressed out about it a little bit. Like, we got to pick the right guy, you know? <laughs> the last guy um, was a terrible choice. Right. And we know that one twelfth of all bishops can be getting us in trouble. So they wanted to go with a new guy after the, after the last one got in trouble. So they cast lots. Yeah. And it was just like, it just blew a hole in this like, being stressed out about spiritual decisions because it's like one, they, they had already made the smart choice of like, is it somebody that we trust that we know, knows good things. It's like, we all, we all kind of know people like that. Like who would I trust to have on the show? It's people that I, that I know, or that I like, I literally had a conversation about somebody who's going to be a guest soon that I don't know. And so I don't know them directly, but I asked a few people in my life, do you know this person? Do you think they'd be good for the show? And they all said, yes. So guess who got an invite? Right? It's like we Me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, I didn't vet you before. And golly, I'm just stuck now. Um, but we, they, they went through the, the easy decision and then kind of a harder decision. They narrowed it down. But then they were like, we're going to kind of leave this up to chance slash God. And I just thought that was just like a revelation of like, man, like this is a huge decision. And they just like, they didn't stress about it. Right? I'm not saying we should, you know, uh, vote or roll dice for big decisions, but it did take a lot of the stress off of like big spiritual decisions for me. Yeah. Well, what about like, would this, you know, sometimes I think things are going to 
translate and then I say the story and then you're like, that doesn't apply at all. So let's try this one. Oh, I've done a tremendous job of taking crap you said today and connecting it to what I wanted to say. I'm on fire today. <laughs> you are. You are hot. Okay. Thank you. So, okay. Not, <laughs> geez. Why do I talk? I uh, but Mary, when she was visited by the angel and the angel basically comes down and says, listen, here's the deal. This is what we want to do. This is what it's going to look like. It's not like she then said, hey, I'm going to need some time. I need to go talk to my parents. You know, they're going to be saints. She's a child. She's a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? She said, I'm going to talk to like my rabbis. Maybe I'm going to journal my feelings. I'm going to, you know, bake bread around it. She literally says, let it be done to me. Mm-hmm. Like she made her fiat was, an, was, a, was a decision. Is let that it be, let it be. Yeah, she made a decision in but the she moment. she did. Because she like, really did. She trusts, but because why? Because she trusts in God and what his plan was. And she had lived a life fairly, like I'm saying for her, she lived a life 100% in tune with God. With us, if we're trying to live a holy life and we're going to, we're receiving the sacraments and we're praying, we're doing these things, we're, uh, you know. like we're if, aligned. if we're aligned with God. We're already like, there. It shouldn't take that long to that's make a decision, exactly right? right? And so that's a perfect example. That's exactly uh, right. Good job. Hey! It took you no, it took the whole show, years. but the last oh. the last part of the show, you finally got something. Um, but it's a, it's a perfect example because she's yeah. a great example because she was yeah. 100% in tune with God's will, even though she didn't fully understand what was going on. That wasn't, that's said, not the same. She said right. yes, right? So very good. We're going to end there. No, don't say anything else. That's a great way to end. Um, <laughs> I'll be back next week. Liv might be back next month or maybe she'll be in Aruba and I'll never see her again. Are you going to Aruba? I know you are. That's Liv Harris and I'm Taylor Stroll. Bye! Say it! Thank you guys for watching and listening to today's episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. Um, and we mentioned YouTube earlier in the show, but another video that Liv and I recorded uh, on the same day that we recorded this episode was we went and saw the hit multiverse movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and we adored it. That video um, is either up now or will be up soon. It will be up soon. That's I'm working on timing things in my head. Um, It'll be up soon. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel today, youtube.com slash Fourth Catholic. Hit the subscribe button, hit the bell, and you'll be notified whenever that is coming out. We've also got an uh, episode or, uh, um, in our series of A Catholic Perspective where we look at and talk about the Catholic viewpoint on uh, you know, uh, hit movies and TV shows. We've also got one coming out about Doctor Strange. Um, we just had one come out about Moon Knight. So check that out over. It's only on YouTube, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. Thank you guys so much for hitting that subscribe button. It means the world to us. And I'll be back next week. See you soon.